The scripture reading today is from Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 16 through 20. Hear the word of the Lord. Three times a year, all your males shall appear before the Lord your God at the place that he will choose, at the festival of unleavened bread, at the festival of weeks, and at the festival of booths. They shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed, and shall give as they are able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God that he has given you. You shall appoint judges and officials throughout your tribes and all your towns that the Lord your God is giving you, and they shall render just decisions for the people. You must not distort justice, you must not show partiality, and you must not accept bribes. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and subverts the cause of those who are in the right. Justice, and only justice, you shall pursue, so that you may live and occupy the land that the Lord your God is giving you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'm very delighted this morning to have the opportunity once again to share with you here at National Presbyterian Church. Um, I want to acknowledge the at least four decades of relationship between uh, the members and leaders of this congregation and the congregation I serve at Third Street Church of God here in the city of Washington. Um, I cannot uh, come to this space without uh, recalling and blessing the memory of Pastor Sam Hines, um, who uh, some 40 or so years ago, uh, he and his wife, uh, Dalanita, uh, befriended uh, Louie and Coke Evans, and over the years uh, partnered with us in urban outreach and ministry of reconciliation and I'm very thankful over these years um, to uh, acknowledge our partnership in the um, class this morning. We were talking about being allies and partners, and I'm so thankful for the relationships um, that we have been able to establish. Um, so grateful, especially for Dr. Rennick and Dr. Fox and all of your uh, current leaders and members who have been so gracious in receiving my ministry. And so I give God thanks for this opportunity to share. The lesson has been read from Deuteronomy chapter 16. And our refrain, um, the basis of this message in verse 20 of Deuteronomy 16 is justice, justice, that's what you're after. Then you'll keep living in the land God has given you. I'd like to speak for a few minutes this morning about rituals of remembrance. This is a passage of scripture that gives specific instruction about the observation of three rituals of remem remembrance, the Passover, the Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles. 
They all are opportunities for the people of faith to recall what their ancestors had experienced and what God had done to deliver them. The Passover was a time when they were helpless. It was a time when they were besieged by plagues and God gave life to their ancestors. The Pentecost, also known as the Feast of Weeks, um, counted five weeks after the, the, or 50 days after the Passover, seven weeks after the Passover, but it is a celebration of harvest, recalling ancestors, and not just ancestors, neighbors, acquaintances, suffering hunger, and how God intervened. And then the tabernacles, the Feast of Shelters, or the Feast of Booths. It's a way the community of faith was to remember how God provided shelter, shelter in the wilderness, shelter in their experiences and places of homelessness. So this is part of their faith. It's not just a history lesson. It's not just a social service exercise, but it's part of their faith that you must remember when God intervened. And even if you have are full of life and you have plenty to eat and you live in a mansion, remember God's blessing, God's intervention. Remember that God is the source of your life, that God is by God's mercy, that you don't have to worry about your next meal. It's by the mercies of God that you have shelter even in your wilderness experiences. These three festivals in Deuteronomy 16, Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles, are rituals of remembrance of what the Jews had been through and what God did to rescue them and to bring them out. When they were helpless, God sent an angel of death to deliver them. That's the Passover. When they were hungry, God sent a harvest to feed them and not by bread alone. That's the celebration of Pentecost. When they were homeless, God provided shelter in the wilderness and so the Feast of Tabernacles. There are three lessons that I would like to offer to you from this passage of scripture that are relevant to us as Christians, as people of the new covenant, but we would do well to reflect on the old and its impact and its meaning. But three lessons that I'd like to share with you that we get from this passage of scripture that help us to position ourselves better for the practice and the prioritization of justice. The first lesson is this, that we should commemorate our past with empathy. You don't go through rituals and memories just for the sake of going through the motions. 
you add meditation to commemoration. Add songs of lament to your songs of praise. And bless the memory of the ancestors who overcame adversity with the help of the Lord. And so it's important to remember the past. There's some things in the past that are traumatic and painful, but we can't forget the past. We can't deny what has happened. We must commemorate the past with empathy and thanksgiving, but especially with empathy to recognize that however affluent and however at rest and however at peace we may be, somewhere in our story, somewhere in our community, we need to be empathizing with someone who is still going through. So commemorate the past with empathy and not detachment. A second lesson, celebrate the present with philanthropy. Celebrate the present with philanthropy. You never show up at God's party empty-handed. Always be ready to give back in the presence of the Lord. Remember, these are instructions for worship. You always bring your joy and you bring your offerings. And so you celebrate, you, you commemorate the past, but we celebrate the present with giving. And so this, uh, contrib you, you don't come empty-handed. I have the voice translation. Decide what amount you want to contribute voluntarily out of what he has blessed you with and bring that as a gift. So your giving is part of your worship. Now, the impact of your giving is to extend and enhance the ability of the community of faith to do good in the world. So there are people who will benefit from your giving, but your motivation to give is to celebrate the goodness of God in the present with your gifts and with your praise. And then thirdly, third lesson, we celebrate the present, we commemorate the past, but let us Calculate our future with equity. Secure your best future by thinking, calculate, think about it, do the math. How do we establish just systems and just standards? How do we choose just people and just practices? Don't choose liars and lechers to rule over you. Calculate your future with equity. Um, one of the problems that is prominent in public discourse these days around racial justice is a controversy over critical race theory. And it has to do with a reluctance, if not also a refusal, 
to really do what I'm saying, the calculus. Now, calculus, if you are a mathematician, um, can be very foreboding and challenging uh, way. Uh, calculus requires a certain level of conceptual thinking, but the basic idea is you have a way of matching the complexity of the solution with the complexity of the problem. And so when we cut off the discourse in, by saying, well, we don't want to bring that theory or that perspective, what we're saying is we're insisting on oversimplifying the problem because we really don't want to even examine the complexity of the problem. And if you don't examine the complexity of the problem, how are you going to have a solution that works? So. The instructions are given here. If you want justice, you've got to find some just people. You have to install some just systems. You have to oh, have the courage to acknowledge where the injustice is and how it works and how it operates. You can't just pretend, oh, well, we'll all just get along if we just be nice to each other. Well, being nice to each other is good. But you're not going to have justice unless you calculate, do the math, figure out how can we frame our future so that there will be better outcomes and that those outcomes will bring equity to all the people. Can we envision a future for our own nation, for our own city, for our own congregations, our neighborhoods and communities. Can we envision a future that is free of racism, free of sexism, free of nationalism, nepotism, and all forms of elitism? Can we envision a future where truth prevails over lies and deception? and where the people who make the rules follow the rules the same as everyone else. If we can envision this kind of future, then we must work for it and pray for it and do the math. We must seek to be ruled, to be led by people who have honesty and integrity Let's be truthful about our past, but let us be fully invested in the present challenges and opportunities with generosity, with thanksgiving for what God has put in our hands. We don't come empty-handed because God has blessed us, yes, materially, but with all kinds of gifts and skills and insights that we can bring to this work. We already have it. We just need to make sure we can get focused on the will to celebrate with philanthropy, to commemorate the past. Don't write it off, but to bring empathy to our historical reflection and to calculate our future. This is the land and the landscape that God wants to grant us. Justice, justice, that's what we're after. Let us pray. God, we are thankful for your word, for your truth, 
for your blessing. We ask God that this word, these lessons, these insights will guide us to reflect in our work in the church, in the workplace, in our families, in our homes, in our relationships. How to remember with empathy. Show us God, guide us in our philanthropy, especially as we are poised these days to do what we can to relieve human suffering in the places that we have named and designated as worthy of our attention, but help us, God, to celebrate your presence as we give. And God, we pray, we claim the calculus of a better future. You have showed us what is good and what you require of us. Give us grace to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Amen.